Hello, and welcome to the Coonass and the Redneck. I'm not the Redneck, I'm Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here, glad to have you there. This podcast, the Coonass and the Redneck, is a part of Talking Sports with TK, starring Anthony Gallo. Anthony Gallo and I, 20-plus years doing radio segments with college picks, NFL picks, having fun, trying to win some money. Just a couple of guys uh, drinking a cold beer, having some fun talking about sports and trying to make you some money, make you some coins with some college picks. Three picks in college football against the spread. That's what we'll have for you on this Friday opening weekend of college football. I know they've had some games, a couple of them last week, a couple of them Thursday night, but we're going to take a look at the games coming up this weekend. Three picks against the spread from Anthony Gallo and myself, TK, each and every Friday at about 6 p.m. We'll have the podcast released all the way through the Super Bowl. Trying to have some fun, trying to make you some money and hit on some of the key topics in the world of sports, in particular college football, college football in the South, uh, the whole bit. So we'll get into the rules of our picks. We've been doing this for a long time. Appreciate all of you that have been listening. Do want you to share this podcast with all your friends. Text it, send them a link, get in touch with me, and we'll make sure they get a link. But each and every Friday at approximately 6 p.m., uh, Coonass and the Redneck will be a podcast released by Talking Sports with TK. We'll be right back after this message. Have some picks for you. Try to make you some money right after this pause. Stay tuned. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We continue with the Coonass and the Redneck starring Anthony Gallo. I am TK Tommy Chrysan. Coonass and the Redneck. It's been around a long time. We welcome to the podcast Mr. Anthony Gallo. Anthony, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Tommy. Over here in Gulf Shores, Redneck Riviera. You know, we got a hurricane coming, starting football season. Things always happen on Labor Day. But uh, the weather's beautiful over here today. Well, you know, Anthony, you and I have been doing picks for a long time, a radio thing uh, back in the days of the old Cadillac Cafe in Baton Rouge. I'm going to date ourselves a little bit here, but for those of you listening to this modern-day podcast, when we first began doing this, we used a cassette tape recorder. Some people might not even know what the heck that is, but, Anthony, we go back a long way with this, having a lot of fun. You sit there on Friday morning at 9 o'clock, put the cassette in, do our picks, and then you played it that afternoon. <laughs> so anyway, you know, in the world of modern technology for the last many years, we've done the Coonass and the Redneck segment on the radio, many different locations in Baton Rouge. We had a really nice run at Hooters uh, for many years, uh, one of our favorite places to eat. But uh, now we're joining the rest of the, the young people in the world with the podcast. It's podcast life, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. This uh, will be known as the Coonass and the redneck, I'm not the redneck, right? No, you're not the redneck. Uh, you're the Chalmette neck, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm the redneck, and I'm down here. We're going to get into it. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. It's redneck football time. It's SEC football. Well, we're going to get to some picks in a minute, but let's hit a few topics first. Everybody uh, excited about LSU, ranked number six in the AP poll, six in the coaches poll, opening at home Saturday night uh, against Georgia Southern. Uh, Your thoughts, uh, your your early look at Ed Orgeron's LSU Tigers. 
I think they're going to be great, Tommy. I really do. I tell you, uh, you know, they got, and I don't want to look too far ahead with LSU, but I think they're loaded. Uh, that seems to be the consensus everywhere. You know, they got to go to Alabama. That's a tough ticket uh, uh, for Burrow to fight off two in Tuscaloosa. It's going to be a tough win, but I don't know that LSU can't win that game. You know, Alabama's got a lot of injuries. You know, they've been they've been uh, coming off a, a loss like that. You know, they usually bounce back really good, but you can only bounce back so hard if your players are hurt. Everybody's going to have hurt players. But looking at this season, I think they've got LSU ranked just about right. Well, they finished last year number six after winning 10 games, winning that bowl game against Central Florida, and, and they're sitting right there in that spot. Of course, Anthony, you and I have always talked about the Alabama Crimson Tide. We had, we had a dear friend who used to be on the coaching staff there. Uh, speaking of that, they got a lot of new coaches over there as well under Nick Saban. But S- Alabama has kind of ended the year where started the year where they ended it last year, number two in the country behind Clemson, who's just really turned into a solid program under Dabo Sweeney. But Alabama, as you said some injuries, in particular that linebacker position. And in Nick Saban defenses, linebackers make the calls, like the quarterback on the field for the defense. So they're going to be putting some guys out there that are going to be new to it, not as experienced. Obviously, they'll play Duke Saturday. Should have no problem with that. But uh, it it might not be the same Bama team. I told some folks last night, we were sitting around the Jefferson drinking a cold beer. I said, trust me, Alabama's still going to be very, very good. How good? That remains to be seen. Well, Tommy, I tell you, you know, Dylan Moses is a huge loss, and they've lost two. The other guy's name was McCarron or McKinnon, something like that. So now they're going to start two freshmen inside linebackers. I don't think it matters with Alabama, Tommy, to you get to LSU. And then it matters. I think Dylan Moses could have sat on the bench till you get to November 9th. But then you've got LSU, Mississippi State. Then you got the Western Carolina Gimme, and then you got Auburn. And then if they were to win the SEC West, then they got to go play Georgia probably. So that's when it's going to matter. Those guys have got to be able to make those calls. I think that uh, I think what you're going to see out of Bama is uh, this, Tommy. I think that uh, Nick Saban had made his mind up after last year's whipping by Clemson that he was going to get back to running the football and be more physical. But I don't think they're going to be able to do that now because the defense is going to be a little bit suspect at the linebacker spot. So I think they're going to have to go back to think about scoring. I think you're going to see a lot of the same stuff that you saw last year with Alabama. Season doesn't start for them till November 9th, and you can throw Texas A&M in there if you want to. But I watched them last night against Texas State. They, I mean, I saw what the score was, and I saw what the yardage was. But Texas State put continuous pressure on Kelly Mond. That ain't Auburn putting pressure on them. That ain't LSU putting pressure on them. That's Texas State, and uh, that just didn't look good to me. Well, you know, it's obviously the opening weekend, but there have been some games played. Florida beat Miami last Saturday. Neither team looked real good. You know, a bunch of games last night. I, I I told people a week ago, look out for Utah, and they had a nice road win last night. Uh, you know, you had some other, you know, Tulane surprised some folks with a big win down in New Orleans. And you said you watched Texas A&M. Of course, LSU fans, Alabama fans, they want to know about A&M, who, you know, really came on under Jimbo Fisher last year. But I, I didn't get to see that one last night but uh, certainly A&M's got, got a lot of football players and, and as the season goes on they, they may or may not be in that picture they're going to get better Tommy they've got a real real hard schedule but I got to tell you I watched it they had trouble running the football last night too 
obviously they're bigger and faster and, you know, that kind of stuff. But And in the second half, they wore them down a little bit. They started uh, getting some uh, – having some success running the football. I watched Jimbo Fisher on TV a while ago. He talked like they – they beat the Patriots, you know. I, you know, and I'm just thinking. I watched this game, and he didn't see the same game I saw. They got a hard schedule. I think they could at least lose four games this year, maybe five. Yeah, well, a long way to go. A lot of ground to cover, and you know, just about everybody that is going to get going this weekend that matters. Now, Kunas and the Redneck, as we said, has been around a long time. Anthony Gallo, myself, Tommy Chrysan, and here are kind of what we're going to give people uh, come Friday afternoons. Always about six or six thirty, the podcast will be available. We want you to share it with everybody you know. Uh, let them know about it. Let them check it out, especially if they like to wager a diet coke or two. I have some. Fun. We're going to give out each going to give out three picks each and every week. Got to have a power five conference team on one side of the pick. Anthony got on me for picking some crazy game a couple years ago. We had to change the rules, but, uh, uh, but, uh, and we always against the spread. Anything we ever do is against the spread. And then when we come back to next Friday, you know, if we did good, we're going to tell you, if we did bad, we're going to tell you, we're going to have some fun with it. We're trying to make you some money, have some fun. And, and, uh, remember luck's always a part of it, but I can assure you both Anthony and I, we, we, we don't just throw darts on the wall. We, we take a look at these things and, and we try to find some value and find some winners for for you with that being said Anthony it's three picks against the spread you, you kicked me uh pretty bad last year I kind of came back near the end of the year but you had a better record during the course of the season so I'm gonna let you go first with your three picks and then I'll give uh, everyone mine yeah Tommy last year uh, I started off really hot and I stayed hot for a good while and then I kind of faded toward the end but here we go with my first three picks I mean for the first year I got two dogs and I got one favorite, Tommy, and uh, I'm going to kick it off with Boise State, Tommy, plus six and a half against FSU. I got no confidence in Willie Taggart. I don't think he was good at Oregon. Uh, I don't think he's good at Florida State. I don't think he's going to get it done there. His players didn't want look like they wanted to play for him last year. Uh, they had five wins 2018, didn't make the bowl, struggled to go to a bowl the year before, had to had to play a cancellation game at the end of the year to, to, to get there. Um, and now they're going to play Boise State, who lives off of, off of uh, Power 5 teams. You know, Boise State's probably got the best program in the group of five. And I know they lost some players on both sides of the ball, but they feast on Power 5 teams. They're not afraid of them. They can come and play with anybody they want. And I give you one stat here. Boise State was 11th in the nation last year in third down stops. SFU ranked 126th in third down conversions. I'm taking Boise State for six and a half. Even though they moved that game to Tallahassee, it's going to be a home game for Florida. Probably was going to be anyway. I don't care. Boise State is going to come in there and make it really, really tough on Florida State. All right, your next pick. Got another dog for you. I'm taking Northwestern plus six and a half versus Stanford. Uh, Northwestern last year, Tommy, 9-3, and three, went to the Big Ten championship game. You know, they got blown out by Ohio State there. But they were 5-0 and oh on the road during the regular season last year. Listen to this, Tommy. Since 2008, Northwestern is 27-9 and nine against the spread as a road dog. Stanford won eight games last year. Uh, two teams trying to figure in the Rose Bowl. Both had offensive problems last year. I'm just going to go with the team that takes pride in winning on the road. 
and covering on the road. I'm going to take Northwestern plus the six and a half. I think it's just too many for Stanford. All right, and your third and final pick? I'm going to go in the SEC, and I struggled with this a little bit, Tommy. I, I had the USC marked down. I scratched it. I'm taking South Carolina minus ten and a half over North Carolina. I don't see how Mac Brown can do turn this thing around this quick. He's been out of coaching for six years. Just look at last night's game with uh, Chip Kelly and UCLA. Been out of coaching, was out of coaching, came back last year. They did not look good, didn't look at all. Muschamp may have the best team that he's had in a while, but he's got the toughest schedule in the nation. He's got to play Bama, Georgia, and Clemson, uh, one, two, and three. Uh, North Carolina last year went two and nine, one and seven in conference play. South Carolina knows with their schedule, they know this is a big game. This is not a warm-up game for them. This is one that they've got to go out there and make a statement. I'm looking for South Carolina minus the 10 and a half over the Tar Heels. All right, and we're going to recap those picks in a minute. Anthony, uh, I'm about to give my three picks. We don't have any duplicate picks, and I do want to point out to, to those listening to the podcast, Anthony and I don't talk about these picks uh, prior to you know recording the podcast. I mean, I, I tease him and tell him I got three winners all the time because I always think I'm going to win, but we don't discuss anything in advance. I don't know what he's going to pick. He doesn't know what I'm going to pick. Sometimes there are duplicates uh, during the course of the year. That'll happen, but it has not happened here on the opening week, so I'm going to give my three picks, then we'll recap Anthony's three picks and my three uh, shortly after I give these out. My first pick, I'm going to go with a big favorite, a team I don't like, but you got to bet with your brain, not your heart. I like Ohio State minus 27.5 against Florida Atlantic. 11 a.m. kickoff tomorrow. It's in the horseshoe in Columbus. Ohio State Buckeyes got Urban Meyer out of the way. That whole distraction from last year. And they got a new coach. But one thing we do know about Ohio State, they got a lot of football players, a lot of very good football players. They're at home, chomping at the bit, new era with the coach. I just think they're going to roll. Florida Atlantic, Little Lane, we love Lane Kiffin. But he just doesn't have the kind of players that Ohio State has in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, Lane Kiven, Florida Atlantic, they may do a razzle-dazzle play and get a touchdown pass or two. But I think it'll be all Buckeyes trying to make a statement. I think they'll roll big. 11 o'clock kick on Saturday morning in Columbus. I'll take Ohio State minus 27 and a half. Big number, but I think they'll cover that one. My second pick. I like the Oregon Ducks, plus three against Auburn, a game kicking off at 6.30 over in Arlington, Texas. Now, here's all you got to know about this game. Auburn will start a freshman quarterback, Bo Nix. Oregon will start a returning senior, Justin Abair, who's projected to be a first-round pick in the NFL. We don't, I don't need to know anything else. I got a, a first-round pick in the NFL starting for Oregon. I got a freshman starting for Auburn at a neutral site. I got to like and I'm getting three and a half points. I got to like Oregon plus three and a half to take down Gus Miles on the much maligned Gus Miles on the hot seat. Is he calling the plays or is he not? Who knows? I'll take Oregon plus three and a half. And for those of you that like to take a gamble, I'd even bet Oregon on the money line. But for our picks here on the Kunas and the Redneck podcast, I'll take Oregon plus three and a half. My third and final pick, I'm going to keep it right here in Baton Rouge. Tiger Stadium at 6.30. I like LSU minus 28 against Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern runs a triple option. Why the hell did LSU schedule a team with a triple option? I don't know. Maybe they couldn't get anybody else. That could be a topic for another day. But LSU, for the first time since the days of Zach Mettenberger, has got a returning quarterback who has got valuable experience under the gun in the big time in the SEC. 
Joe Burrow, that's a key for this team. But the other part is Joe Burrow's got a lot of talent around him. A little bit of a question mark about the offensive line, but that's why they're going to go RPO. They brought Joe Brady in from the Saints to change the offense. Now, we've heard this crap about changing the offense for years and years, and it never really happened. you got to go by what they do, not what they say. I think they're going to do the difference. They're going to make it uh, a wide-open offense. Might not see a whole lot tomorrow night, but in Tiger Stadium, the season opener, Coach Ogeron has never lost a season opener as a head coach, but they're laying 28 points. But I think Tiger Stadium, home opener, very big crowd. Uh, LSU just ready to play somebody else. I'll take LSU minus 28 in Tiger Stadium against Georgia Southern. All right, Anthony, recap your three picks. Well, Tommy, let's see. I started off with uh, Boise State plus six and a half against FSU. Like I said, I just got no confidence in Taggart. I don't think Florida State wants him down there. I'm not sure those players want to play. They do have a pretty good defense, but I think Boise State can stay with them. I'm going with the Northwestern Wildcats plus six and a half at Stanford. These two teams are about even in every respect, but Northwestern thrives on the road. Like I say, since 2008, they're 27 and nine. It's against the spread as a road dog. I'm going with Northwestern plus the six and a half, and I'm going to take South Carolina minus the ten and a half against North Carolina. North Carolina last year was two and nine. Uh, Mac Brown out of coaching for six years. Muschamp knows he's got to win this game. I think uh, it might be close to the first half, but I think South Carolina's going to pull away in the second half. My three picks, Ohio State minus 27.5 against Florida Atlantic in Columbus. That's an 11 o'clock kick Saturday morning. Get your play in early. I like Auburn plus three and a half, excuse me, Oregon plus three and a half against Auburn. 6.30 kick over in Arlington and a 6.30 kick in Tiger Stadium. I like LSU minus 28 against Georgia Southern. Anthony, another year of fun ahead of us each and every Friday at about 6 or 6.30. The podcast, Coon Ass and a Redneck, available on TuneIn, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Anchor. It's available on many platforms, uh, and we want people to share it. Get it with anybody likes to wager or anybody likes to hear two guys having fun talking about sports and, and making some picks. Anthony, I, I'm ready for another year. I don't know if this is year 22, 23, 24. Again, we started with a cassette tape, so that'll t- some people listening don't even know what that well, is. So what the difference? What the difference is this year, Tommy? We got no bar to advertise unless I can throw in a plug for my son. Throw it in. <laughs> I, uh, we good. The Ice House Tap Room. Yeah, the Ice House Tap Room. That's my son's place. Uh, you know, or the Cadillac Cafe, either one. You know, we stole that place, and I hope those boys do well over there. So, either one of them. But, look, we're ready for some football. We've got our picks in. We can start counting our money Monday morning, right? That's right. And, uh, again, the Ice House Tap Room is on Airline Highway near Barrage of Foreman, south end of Baton Rouge. Might be some fans uh, coming to Baton Rouge for a game. Check out the Ice House Tap Room. They're on social media. Uh, it's, a, it's a great place. I've had many a cold beer in there. And pizza. They now got quesadillas and uh, 32 different draft beers at the Ice House Tap Room. I, I know Don's going to run over there and get a cold beer one day. Yeah, I mean, we ought to meet over there. I'll try to get to Baton Rouge in the next week or so, Tommy, and for sure we're going to meet up and have a few cold. Coon ass and a redneck each and every Friday through the Super Bowl here uh, on the podcast Talking Sports with TK. Anthony, good luck on the weekend. Good luck to all those listening, and, and we'll fire this up again next week. All right, buddy. Talk to you next week. 
All right, that's Anthony Gallo. He's the redneck. I'm Tommy Chrysan. I'm the coon-ass. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Share it with your friends. Click the favorite button. You'll know when the next episode comes out. Talking sports with TK, this has been the coon-ass and the redneck. Each and every Friday about 6 or 6.30. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.